the project of Devin McKnight, that's Manica, with Winner's Circle, a band who he wanted to use to introduce the idea of indie rock fused with gaudy, bejeweled blackness, in his words. And I am absolutely a fan. In the middle, you heard from Jobfit out of ER Sydney from the new Weed Australia compilation. Cuttlefish Barb is the track. You're going to hear a little more about uh, the album later, but something that's amazing that's coming out with the compilation is that all of the proceeds are being donated to Bundjalung Community Flood Relief, plus up top, Kissing Lessons by Lucy Dacus, who's got uh, something new up her sleeve very, very soon, but something that isn't up anyone's sleeve, nor new, but actually very much physically here and in the present is Jen. <laughs> Hang on. You've, you've spoiled the off mic. I haven't... Oh. Oh. Shh. Shh. I've got Jen and Andre here in the studio ready for movies, movies, movies. Mm. Welcome to movies, movies, movies. Now I can turn your mic on because I hold the power here. <laughs> hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. We are actually dressed today as our favorite Oscar winners, nominees. Are we on? Are we on? We are on. We're on. Oh my god, we're on. We're on. I'm dressed as Charlie Theron playing Eileen Miles. Why <laughs> 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 <By> Eileen Miles? <laughs> I can see that for Oh her. my god, that movie is very non binary. I am dressed as Charlie Theron winning for Eileen Miles in Monster. Jen is dressed as. It. Baz Luhrmann watching. Beyonce and yes. Hugh Jackman. Yes, and Maya's dressed as Millie Bob Brown coming to the Oscars unnominated but with an Emmy in her pocket. <laughs> Is that cruel? I almost said Millie Bob Thornton as if... When he said oh Emmy in her pocket, I thought of that that role that Nicole didn't win for in Rabbit Hole where Diane Weist is like, grief is like two bricks in your pocket. And Dion eventually... Diane Weist. Diane Weist. Diane Weist. She's like, they never go away but at some point you get used to them. We are not going to only talk about rabbit hole today as we do with most shows. We're going to be talking Oscars that are happening in 30 minutes. We're going to be giving away a double pass to Soft Center's ARC event, which is an experimental film festival happening at Randwick Ritz. And we're going to be talking to ex-Sunset presenter Callan J. Deer about their film in Soft Soft Center Center ARC called Stream. Hot. So shall we get into a bit of movie news? Movie news. That's gossip. It wouldn't be Oscar news if we didn't start with the hosts, Regina, Wanda, and Amy. Are they just going to have Cameron, Lucy Liu, and Drew Barrymore next year? They really should. And now that we're doing three? McGee should just direct the Oscars McGee hasn't had that option. I know. I feel like Oprah was trying to go for that when Hugh Jackman crashed into, what was it, the Opera House? The Opera House, yeah. That was a McGee moment. Wait, was that, was that Oprah or Ellen? We're getting sidetracked. It was Oprah. <laughs> we are excited about this combination because I feel like individually they all bring uh, an edge <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you'd call it? An edge? <laughs> Regina's just come off simping for Nicole Kidman, so that could really work in her favour tonight. She mm. was just on Byron Bay's Nine Nine Perfect Byron Bay's. And Wanda Sykes has come off nothing. She's heavily unemployed, and I'm glad to get her a gig because... Was she, she on the new curb? I think she was on the new curb, but also she jokes about how she moved <laughs> away from LA to, like, Pennsylvania with her, wait for it, French wife. And she has a pun in her special where she's like, 
I'm outside gardening and looking at all the job offers just disappearing. <laughs> we can expect drunk Wanda today. She said she's only getting paid $15,000 for this gig, so Literally. we're getting free Wanda. She's going to be drunk. Also drunk Amy, which is just a regular Amy. And uh, I'm really excited for Amy to potentially bring out a newcomer because she is a cheerleader for the underground. I mean, she's been supporting John, Patty, Kate, you know, all the kind of New York queer comedy queens. So I'm, ex- I'm actually expecting one of our faves coming out on stage. Maybe Pat Regan, who knows? Andre, I've read so many negative pieces about this year's Oscars, especially from our enemy-in-chief, Christos Chalkas, and everyone's saying how underwhelming they are, how the movies are over, how the Oscars are over. But this just feels like King Street in the rain to me. It feels like mm. this year no one's going to be watching the Oscars. <laughs> no one knows what to expect. The quiz are out. Totally. Who knows what's going to happen? Someone's going to fall over and it, make a masterpiece. It's surprising. It's like me going to Courtney Barnett at Emerald Theatre and enjoying it. No one expected it, and it was actually great. And I want to also say that all the hard-working categories that are skilled, labour-intensive categories aren't being broadcast this year. We're talking film editing and hairstyle and makeup being. So what's up with that? I feel like I next year, though, ne- what if they... awards for work. Yeah, maybe they should just cut the, the category, the Golden Globes categories next year and just have... The unionized categories just have cinematographer, cool. cinematography, you know, just have like makeup. Seems like size matters this year as well. I don't think there are any low core micro budget indies jumping out in the best picture categories. It seems like it's blockbuster city. Uh, I'm not seeing a June bug, I'm not seeing a winter's bone. I'm not seeing Paranormal Activity 4 made for $1.4 million. I don't feel like, like drive my car was that expensive, and we also have what we have called the normalization curve. Jen, do you want to explain? Or you no, this is this is your concept. I just put a word to whatever the fuck you oh. were trying to... You were just talking about, I don't know, representation, intersectionality, diversity in but, general. And, oh, you want me to keep going? And about how there's always like the few clunky years where they have to nominate a certain amount of people that you'd expect to be nominated to advance into the diverse era of nominations. As we can see this year with the nods for like Coda and Beyonce. Maybe not. I don't know what you're trying to say Please here. At it feels me. Like, yeah. Someone at Andre, at someone say something. Um <laughs> and that's kind of it on the Oscars, I think. I don't know. How much can we hype the Oscars this year? I just every time I type it into Google to find something to say, I just see that like Sean Penn is gonna melt his Oscar. What? If he if the Ukrainian president isn't allowed to like give a speech Sean Penn's gonna melt his Oscar. Oh my god, the minute you start talking about Sean Penn, the speaker started the speakers working. The speakers started working. Broke again. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a cue to cut the mic. And on that, we're gonna jump into a little bit of Miss Tandy. This one needs a language warning. It's you could be. Light. Spotlight. I think, but Maya wants to talk. Do I? Oh. Shout out to Tandy, who used to work with me at Pazar Food Collective in Canterbury, <laughs> on <laughs> Canterbury Road. Love this globe that's happening right now. All right, what's on? What are we spotlighting? We're spotlighting ARC, a soft center event that's happening at Randwick Ritz. Now, I know everyone thinks that soft center is just like performance at Casula Powerhouse and Duck Mofo. But they are bringing a film festival to the Ritz. Uh, we're talking seated event, films this time, not just lamp artists Ooh. putting on a show, not just DJs, but cinematic experiences. 
and we have a double pass giveaway if you want to go see jen drop the line up have we got Sirwa, Adafua, Friendship, Sote and Tarek Bari, Codex, Eek, Joel Spring, Chaldea, Limerence, Us. Us. <laughs> Gee, wonder who. If you want the soft center experience but love movies, then this is for you. Uh, it's on April 8th. It's not a huge, like, razzle-dazzle banger moment. It's just a It cute... is a razzle-dazzle banger it's moment. Like, it's just not walk yeah. around. Uh, it's just not like Club Mints, you know? It's like, you go to a movie, it's it's basically a matinee Club Mints. So... I just think that you can have some sort of longevity to your experience. You know what I mean? There's no burning out. They're sitting down. It's tired. We're post-COVID. We're dreamy. We want to watch movies right now. I don't want to go do too much. Mm. Uh, I want to have the experience come to me, wrap me up. So what was the giveaway question that we had? Oh, the giveaway people? question, uh, it was something to do with the Oscars. You wanted to ask who should win the Oscars. I was like, whatever that about my that. Question. I asked you who should have been nominated that should win. And it was between... And then you wanted to ask who gave your favourite speech. And we both agreed, Melissa Leo, for yeah. The Fighter. Send us Oscar-related content for us to talk about today. And you will go in the running to win a double pass to South Centre's Arc. On 0409-945-945? Yeah. And then if that's not enough, we're going to interview Cal, who is on the lineup, to talk about filmmaking for the art space. Oh, my heart. All right. Well, we're going to jump into a little bit of Motomami while we're here by the Queen Rosalia. This is cute. One, two, three, four, five, six... Love Too Soon by Tasman Keith to warm up the seat for one very special guest here on Movies, 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 Jen Andre. He needs a big intro, I think. Oh my god, and where do I have it? Is my mic on right now? It's on. So today we're talking to good old Cal, right next to me, Western Sydney artist working across installation and fucking bangers, basically. Mm -hmm. uh, because uh, we got someone from the lineup of Soft Center's Arc. Which is on April 8th, Hamrick Ritz, as we've said, text me for a double pass. An experimental film night of AV glory, motion capture performance, video art, art house film, social media movie making, mixed media shorts, the whole package. Do we have a sting to like drum roll us or? There we go. There, there we go. Thanks for coming in. Cal's literally just like running the door like five <laughs> seconds ago, Thank sat you. down, ready to go. Okay, no. where we wanted to start by asking, we, we kind of want to know what to expect from the festival itself. Yeah. Um, but let's get it from your POV. Welcome to the show. Let us know what we're in for with your film stream. Hey guys, thanks for having me. Nice to, <laughs> nice to be back here. Um, so Stream was originally commissioned by Acme in Melbourne, which if you don't know, because I didn't know, was Australia's centre of moving image, but I guess maybe you guys are going to know. It's actually my tram stamp. <laughs> oh, really? It's a cool logo. They have a good design. Um, so it was commissioned by Acme last year to show at um, in the Shed and Art Barcel as well. So I was very lucky to be commissioned alongside Jazz and um, Marina Benini. But the work is kind of, it was weird. It was a rush, like, lockdown kind of project. So it was kind of more, a bit more experimental than I usually make. I usually try to make things, like, quite on the nose, if you like. So it's, it's like a three-part thought experiment following a character that's appearing in my work more regularly called Bagong. Um, Bagong's a character from, like, Javanese shadow puppet theater. Um, and he, this character, or my avatar, kind of falls through para, through, like, in a free-fall experiment, um, thinking about a lot of different things. And then he kind of talks to my mom, they peel a papaya and talk about a lot of different things. And then there's the last the last bit of stream is like me playing 
Overwatch with my friends in lockdown, <laughs> talking about different things. <laughs> Talk to us about three. Shout out my mom. My mom's three. Um, yes, people know her. People know her now. She loves it. Hey, she she's always like, I always love seeing your friends. There's no drama, no bullshit. She loves it. You know, it's always nice. People always come up to her, and even though she doesn't always remember everyone, that she's always like, oh yeah, you know, she plays it so well. She always laughs and stuff. Is she gonna come? Uh, maybe, maybe. I hope so. I'll invite her. Yeah, yeah. Follow her on Instagram, Paraflora. <laughs> she does different flower <laughs> I arrangements. I was going to say, she's like a plant aficionado, isn't she? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> oh my god, huge. The other question we wanted to ask that isn't Soft Center related is, is there a movie, and I'm sorry if I'm putting you on the spot, mm-hmm. is there a movie that like an artist that you admire has said was their favorite movie and you've watched it and had like a totally different understanding of that artist? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm thinking on a local level, uh, Akil, Akil Ahmad, he recommended me this movie. It was like Voices of a Distant Star. It's like a short anime film by, um, I can't remember, Shakota, no, I forgot the name. Anyway, Voices of a Different Star. And um, it's, it's like a short film where it's like this, this teenage couple, like, you know, courting or whatever, but then she gets conscripted into like an intergalactic war and they like send text messages, but because it like, um, the further you travel out into space, the longer the text messages take to send. And that was like a very beautiful way of me further understanding his work of like communications and like what it does for relationships. You know, it's very nice. Whoa, that's Whoa. so nice. Conscription's yeah, it's beautiful. my greatest fear. Huh? Conscription's so scary to me. I know, conscription is scary. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Say the name of the artist again and the film. Uh, I need to check the artist, but the film is Voices of a Distant Star. The artist is Makoto Shinkai. Yeah, the director, yeah. Jesus. And Akil recommended it to me, Akil Hama. What's love a Akil. film that you watched that was recommended to you that made you, that influenced you or made you change your view of films in general? I, all I can think of right now is Ivy Area by Ryan Trickarton. Ivy so Area. Once that was in my head, from Maggie Nelson. I was like, okay, my personality has changed. <laughs> my personality Maggie has Nelson changed. recommended that? Well, it was in her book, The Art of Cruelty. Oh. And she talks about how cruel Ryan Trickarton's editing style is. It's so ah. cruel. Oh my god. That was Yay. The one that like made me understand artists different was MIA's recommending Kez. Oh, and being like, okay, truly. this film is so wholesome. Have you heard this? No. So MIA always talks about, and by that I mean in her Criterion Closet video, she was talking about how much she loves Kez, which is Mike Lee. Is that correct, Jim, do you think? I think it's so, yeah. Like a social realist film from like decades and decades ago about or is it ken loach ken loach working class boy in some small town in the uk mm. who befriends a bird which makes it's total like sense like an eagle or a peregrine falcon uh, or something yeah, yeah. Well, it's like, or a kestrel it's a kestrel anyway this kid falls in love with a bird and they become best friends which makes total sense because mia is always singing about birds and we watched i watched it and it's just like this really stodgy british drama and i'm like what? Honestly, <laughs> which makes flat. sense too. Yeah, which cool. also makes sense. Yeah. The one was actually you recommending Peter Chikasi. Oh, that's cute. Out of space. Oh my which god. Which is just like it's frenetic scratch, which is a bit soft center. Yeah. Which brings me to my next question, mm-hmm. which is how did you become a part of Soft Center this edition? This edition. And what were you kind of told to expect? Do you call yourself a filmmaker? Um, <laughs> no to filmmaker because filmmakers are very talented. Stop. <laughs> uh, is that about us? <laughs> <laughs> it, it was about Garden Reflex, actually. Um, but we had worked with, uh, me and Atro worked with Jem before and the Soft Center team, a few, I think 2019 or 2018. So that's how I knew them. And they just reached out and asked if, they, if I, I wanted to show work or make something. I was like, I'm not going to make something <laughs> because that is hard. But yeah. yeah. Uh, here's a selection of works and they picked Stream, which was nice, yeah. 
Um, I don't know what the shed was like. Is that what the Acme location yeah. was? I don't know if that's a cinema or just like a large screen in a gallery. Mm-hmm. But what are your thoughts on seeing your film in a movie theater on seats? Yeah, with I a did, projector. I didn't actually clock that because they had just asked me for a new file format, and I, you know, I work in in, in AV stuff, and I was like. Uh, I've never heard of this. It was like DCP file format, and I, that, that's when it hit me. I was like, "Oh, this is actually playing in like a cinema." Because I've never been to the Ritz. Yeah. Oh, is that what it's called? The Ritz. Yes, the Ritz. The Randwick, Ritz. be there. <laughs> Everyone go to the Ritz. Um, I think the C in DCP stands for cinema. Direct cinema. Wait, do we have to make DCPs for this? Yeah, we got the email. Yesterday. <laughs> what about that? Yeah. Okay. Text in if you know how to make a DCP. Because, they they uh, sent uh, open source software, which I thought was very interesting. Yeah, it's cool. Okay, iconic. Um, Digital cinema presentation. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, My with like a like, specific. Up, <laughs> <laughs> with a specific format. Anyway, uh, I think it's, it's exciting. So no one pirates our work on the night. Oh, is that really why? No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like it would be sacrilegious to not have a film of yours show at like the Riverside Theatre or something. Yeah, true. That's that's the next step. It will, it will, Riverside is the goal. Riverside, but I never thought about it in a cinema context. You're right, because I've always made it for the gallery or for online. So it's kind of weird to think people actually sitting through and paying attention rather than just passing by, because that's how I often think about making video work. Like, anyway, yeah. <laughs> we got one last question. Uh, can I ask it, Jenny? Or yeah, it's yours. Are you a Charlie Crash girl or a Motomami by Rosalia girl? Oh, oh, I have to go Rosalia or oh, Rosalia. Yeah. Let's go. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, no, that's the obvious answer. <laughs> We're Is not it? here just for. I mean, we didn't just play Charlie, did we? <laughs> no, we played Rosalia. We played cute. <laughs> oh my god, I'm just. And so... now we're playing an Oscars song. Are Shout we? out to Pootie Tang. Wait, what? <laughs> We're not playing Pretty Chain on air. Wanda Sykes is hosting the Oscars. Uh huh. And uh, so we've decided to go with some Missy, I think. Cute. Hell yeah. And on that, uh, Cal, thank you so much for popping through. Thank you for having me, Maya. Uh, if you want to listen back to anything movies, movies, movies related, you can grab them wherever you get your podcast from and so much more. And on that note, here's a bit of gossip, folks. This one needs a language warning. This podcast is produced by FBI Radio in Sydney. Find more at fbiradio.com slash podcasts.